I'm just gonna let you go for as long as I can. He's still going. All right. All right. Oh, you put a little swing on that one. Okay. There he goes. I'm hearing some brass. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. This episode is coming out theoretically right before Thanksgiving. So we just wanted to get. We'll see how on top of it we are, Josh, won't we? It's being recorded. Much before. Yeah. Well, it's not being recorded after. (laughs) (laughs) Surprise. We just wanted to get you in the Thanksgiving spirit with some traditional Thanksgiving carols. I guess my question for this is, what is the Thanksgiving spirit? Because we have Halloween... Mm-hmm. And then on November 1st or sometimes October, you know, 29th, if we're kind of a little sick of the spooky season, it's full on Christmas. Yeah, it really feels like we've skipped over. <laughs> you know, what really grinds my gears. <laughs> the fact that we skip over Thanksgiving. Well, you know, it, I, I'm just curious what you think the Thanksgiving spirit represents. Um, it represents community. It represents family. Mm-hmm. It represents Mashed America. <laughs> yeah. It represents. Well, Canada has one too. This, but theirs is at the wrong time. Yes, they did it after us. They did it after. <laughs> Copycat. <laughs> they, they, <laughs> they just wanted more thanks, and so they stole ours. Just kidding, Canadian friends. We love you. We love you. You're great. You're so nice. Please, one of you marry me. I would love to be a dual citizen. That sounds so cool. <laughs> Welcome to Being Earnest, a very sincere podcast. I'm Josh. I'm Paula. And we're here to give thanks for all the earnest moments that have befallen us in this past year. Tip in my pilgrim hat. Mm. Mm -hmm. Is it weird I'm wearing this? You know, I like that you get into character for every single episode. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you who has the ugliest outfits. Pilgrims? Pilgrims. Mm -hmm. I mean, those things were freaking hideous. Yeah. Well, you know, when you're a religious zealot, you're not really thinking about your clothing. I would love for once in my life to meet a religious zealot who dresses in just like sequins, flashy colors, something fun. You know, these pilgrims were wearing floor length wool gowns with an apron. They weren't even. I, this sucks. Take them 30 minutes to get dressed. and You don't even look good. The religious zealot you should be following is probably Charles Manson then. Okay. Tell me more. <laughs> Like beads and stuff. He was friends with the Beach Boys. This is true. Paula, what's our topic this week? Our topic this week is leftovers. Leftovers. Well, because Thanksgiving is... The leftover holiday. The leftover holiday. Both because we've decided to skip it for some reason as a society. Yeah. And also because... It's just the best for food leftovers. Yes, that's true. That's true. There's a very small window of food leftovers that I will eat without complaining the entire time. Okay. And Thanksgiving leftovers hit that for me. Really? Yeah. What's it? Uh, what's uh, what's a what's about it? Then what, how do you? Talk? What's about it? <laughs> what's a, what's about it? Then makes you eat oi, them oi, leftovers. Oi. <laughs> Why Thanksgiving leftovers? I don't know. I think it's a variety. I think it's because it's something that you don't really eat. You know, Thanksgiving food is uh, is generally only eaten around Thanksgiving. Sure. It's weird that we are, have a holiday that in, in most households, but not all, but in most households, really is all about cooking a turkey. And then that is the only day we cook it. Every other day we're like, this turkey sucks. I guess that's true. It's like, 
we definitely cooked turkey sometimes yeah. other times of year, but it was never a whole bird. Right. It was like, we're going to do a roast that happens to use turkey. Yeah. But it really does feel like we're just, it's turkey time. And there's one day a year where we as society are just like, no, 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 no. We love turkey. Yeah. We we love cooking this bird for 12 and a half hours. We love it. I love just pulling out the juices and re-putting on the juices. Yes, yes, yes. This year we're thankful for this big-ass turkey. And then we finish the leftovers and then we don't discuss turkey again. It's like like the purge. We have one day a year (laughs) where we're all allowed to eat as much turkey as we want to. And we all strut around talking about it and doing turkey trots. We definitely strut. That's true. Did your college ever have like Thanksgiving Thursdays? Was this a thing that you had? I mean, before Thanksgiving break, they would do like a big Thanksgiving thing. No, we had like maybe once every other month, not near November. There was there was always like, you know, the Thanksgiving yeah. around Thanksgiving. But sometimes it was just Thanksgiving Thursday, baby. And you just walked in and you're like, oh. Oh, it's Thanksgiving Thursday. There's turkey. There's cranberry sauce. There's mashed potatoes. No. There's like sweet potatoes, roasted sweet potatoes. I'm that's in not allowed. heaven right now. No, that's not allowed. Oh, no, it was great. The ratty would always come through. That's our, a crime. Um, our dining hall was called the ratty. We may have talked about this before. It's not a great name for, uh, for a dining ratty. hall. No, no, no. That's a big crime. Thanksgiving comes once a year and that's it. Yeah. If you have Thanksgiving more than once a year, oh. Tony... The Thanksgiving turkey. Famous mascot. Thony the Thanksgiving turkey. Yes, yes, beautiful. <laughs> we'll come down and he keeps a naughty and nice list. And if you're on the naughty list for five years in a row, you get a warning. Yes, exactly. And then if you're on it for three more years, you get a penalty. Yes, and it's a strongly written letter. It's a very strong, but it's pecked so you don't really know what it says, but you can tell it's angry. Yeah, for sure. He dips his his beak yeah. into the inkwell and then just pecks it all over the It looks horrible. And then if you're naughty for three years after that, it's time for a strike. Yes. Now, nine strikes equal one timeout. Yeah, right. And then after that, he fills you up with corn pellets and you die. <laughs> so be careful. Yeah. And make sure you're keeping a ledger because yeah. it's a very complicated system. And if you don't submit your, the forms right, that he will audit you. Oh, yes. Do you have the app? I have the app. I keep track oh, of no. it. Oh, no. You see, the thing oh, is, see, I don't trust the app. See, I don't trust another organization to do it for me. You know, I feel like they're just going to take my money. And, no, you know, you fill that. it out and then something, there's some line on it somewhere yeah. that like, then they're like, oh, well, to do this, because of your particular situation, we do have to charge you $70 to file this Always form. $70 to file the, the yeah. Thony the Turkey. Yeah, Turbo Turkey. Yeah, the Turbo Turkey. <laughs> it's a it's a whole freaking thing. Yeah, God, Intuit takes all my money. Oh, God. Is this anything? I love it. <laughs> so I think what makes Thanksgiving leftovers so good is that they are all things that heat up well. Yes. Because the key to leftovers, and I'm, I'm going to spill the secret here, folks. You're here to hear first. Some things don't heat up well afterwards. Oh, yeah. Some things are, I would call, gummy. French <laughs> fries? French fries, pizza. It's really hard to get bread yeah. to get heated up again. And Thanksgiving is carb-heavy 
throwback to our carb episode. So it feels good. It's like sticks to your bones. Yeah. But none of it's, a lot of it isn't bread besides maybe the stuffing. That's a good point. That's a good point. Mashed potatoes are heating up well. Mm-hmm. You know? Stuffing actually heats up well too because there's a lot of like stock within well, it and too. There's, there's so much gravy involved in Thanksgiving that anything that's dry, you can really just drown out. So here is an interesting thing. My family does not do gravy. On Thanksgiving. We oh. do pretty much everything else, but we don't do gravy. You just pour water on stuff? <laughs> yeah, we soak. Just break open a bottle of Dasani and pour it all over? <laughs> no, there's a... We, I think we have a, a slightly drier <laughs> Thanksgiving. My In- mom says, because gravy is for Gentiles. <laughs> Jews don't eat mayo or gravy, is what my mom well, says. I guess that would make sense, because we didn't really start... Having gravy that I remember until we moved to the Midwest. Interesting, and it was a big thing. Well, and now maybe we did. I was, you know, I was young when we moved, but I—that's kind of where I remember it happening. I don't want to. I don't want to force this upon us, but I would call the Midwest as a region Gravyville. Oh, it's for it's for sure <laughs> the gravy state. Thanksgiving is interesting because it is so family based, right? Yeah, you know, so the foods you have at Thanksgiving are the foods that your family traditionally has at Thanksgiving, right? right? And you might, like, if you have a significant other and you go to Thanksgiving and it's a big deal and you're meeting the whole family, but they might have slightly different traditions. Right. But I think the thing... And it sucks. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, so Friendsgivings, when you do it with friends where, you know, we both live in 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 Chicago. It's a very, you know... It's an urban area that pulls in people from all over the country. Mm-hmm. There are these traditions where you go to a Friendsgiving and someone's like, I brought this thing. And some people there are like, hell yeah, that's a thing that's always at Thanksgiving. Yeah, that is the traditional bag of Doritos. Yeah, and I'm like, you put fluff on 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 sweet potatoes? What? There's marshmallows at Thanksgiving? What? Uh, okay, Josh. Uh, yeah, there's marshmallows and sweet potatoes. This is not a thing that we ever had growing up at all and not even like just because like you know it feels it, it's like that wasn't even like a thing that people around me had Ooh, have you had it now i've had it it's amazing it's fine well it's amazing actually <laughs> actually a fun fact about that but yeah that's I just can't eat a lot of it it's so sweet yeah it's very well it's sweet potatoes josh <laughs> true yes famously sweet famously sweet potatoes and then you put Air and sugar on it. Mm. Josh, what leftovers do not heat up well? What leftovers are better left Over. right up? Yeah, just leave them at the table. Yeah. I mean, I think you mentioned it earlier, fries. Yeah. There's not a really a good way to do fries. Now, that would be a really good Shark Tank invention. Like a little basket that you can put fries in. I guess it's just a fryer. You're talking about refrying your fries. Yeah, so that'd be a really good Shark Tank invention, but it's called Refry Fry. Yeah. I'm asking for $800,000 for 10% of my company. Mark Cuban need not apply. (laughs) Too mean. Too mean. Too mean. Too much basketball. Too much basketball. What am I going to talk to Mark Cuban about? Luka Doncic. He's going to what? I do not know what that is. Is that their mascot? No, that's a guy. Okay. Luka. Um, So I think fries is a big one. Also just any bread product. You know what I mean? What I have learned... One way, I mean, because the problem is with bread products, the best way to do it is to heat it up in a toaster oven or in the oven. It's but it takes so much time because, like, let's be honest, if you're eating leftovers, you want to be able to microwave it. Right. The microwave is, if Thanksgiving is the holiday of leftovers, the microwave is the vessel of leftovers. Yes, yes, yes. It's the ship that brings us, the <laughs> the ship that flies us to the planet delicious. The microwave should be, like, 
so let's say Black Friday is not a shopping holiday. It should not be. Do not go to the store on Black Friday. Those poor people have to work. Yeah. Starting so early in the morning, they have to miss Thanksgiving with their families. Anyway, if Black Friday was not the shopping holiday, it should just be a big microwave. It's the leftover holiday. It is. It is. Because there's really nothing better than taking the ingredients of Thanksgiving yeah. and turning it into a sandwich. Oh, okay. Have I just blown your mind? I'm listening. Because you take the like, you put the potatoes on the side still, uh-huh. but you grab all the stuff that you would normally eat with fork and knife, but instead on. put on bread, eat with hands. This is blowing my mind too much. Yeah, but um, quick, a uh, fun trick that I learned. So if you're reheating pizza or something like, or bread, and there's some reason that you need to reheat bread, mm-hmm. um, taking a paper towel and wetting it a little bit, putting it on top or putting um like a microwave safe mug with some water in the microwave not on the spinner just like in the corner doesn't make it so that it dries it out and makes it gummy it keeps the moisture as it's heating up it's like it steams there's still steam in there and so it makes it slightly less it doesn't make it as chewy in that way so that's my earnest advice of the week all right get some water in that microwave i love it josh have you seen the tv show the leftovers never me either But I did Google image search it. Sure. And it seems to me that it's about a group of people who are always wearing very airy fabrics. Mm -hmm. And one of the guys has so many abs. And the other person is Carrie Coon. Great. I don't know who that is. She's from, uh, she is from Fargo. Okay. The most recent season. She's on that. Did not see it. She's super cool, has short hair. Love that. Her husband is Tracy Letts. Who is the playwright who wrote August Osage County okay. and is a uh, a ensemble member here at Steppenwolf Theater? Wow! Also, alliterative name Carrie Coon. Very fun very to say cool for her. So, based off our context clues, that there's a cool short-haired woman, a man covered in abdomen, <laughs> and very light airy fabrics. What do we think the leftovers is about? I would think that. Maybe. I don't think they're eating the leftovers. Okay. If he's got those abdomens. Yeah. Or or he's meal prepping. <laughs> one or the other. Oh, okay. So maybe it's a chef situation. Yeah. Oh, I bet that's what it's about. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I think it's about man, ab, ab man mm-hmm. and, and Carrie Bradshaw. Sure. Own a restaurant together. Sure. But here's where things get tricky. Mm-hmm. Does this food look familiar to you? Well, it should. They got it at the restaurant across the street. Oh. And they heat it up the next day and they're taking credit for it. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. That's my pitch for it. And then the whole show is about keeping the secret. Yes. And they're getting written up in food blogs. Mm -hmm. They were featured in Bon Appetit's. I said the full name for you. They were featured in Bon Appetit's, uh, you know, the top 50 restaurants list. Mm -hmm. And they know that it's actually this this little mom and pop place down the road that they're getting it from. Interesting. I know one other fact about The Leftovers. Okay, so this might change it. And that it's executive produced or show run, something like that, by one of the people who was a very important person who created Lost. It's oh. not J.J. Abrams, but oh. it's someone else. R.R. Abrams. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Further down the alphabet. J.K. Abrams. J.K. Abrams. Yeah. Okay. All right. So what do you think that means? So it? I think it's all the leftover plots from Lost oh. that were too weird and too wild okay. and too out there. So they're, they're 
throwing it at the wall. There's it's literally all of the you know. You're a writer. Thank you, you. And you know how you like warm up with some writing in a given day, and like the the point is to practice writing and right. to do some throwaway writing as you're warming up. And not everything is always going to make the page. But well, writing, no, I famously everything of mine gets published. <laughs> it's true. You're incredibly sincere and transparent. This is a huge joke. <laughs> so the thing, it's all the like leftover throwaway scenes. And so it's more of an anthology feel. Okay. It's kind of like Black Mirror where they don't, oh. the, the episodes don't fit together, but thematically. And they don't make sense. They don't make sense at all. No, you're watching it. You're going, now who's that guy? Yeah. <laughs> you're hitting your significant other, your friend who you're watching this. Yeah. You're like, who is that guy? And they're like, Ugh, I've told you four times. You're like, I, I can't keep I them can't straight. I can't keep track of it. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, do you want me to tell you what it's actually about? Sure. In a global cataclysm? Mm-hmm. Not a word? Yep. In a global cataclysm, the sudden departure, 140 million people disappear without a trace. Well, and so the people we were are close. left over. Got yeah, it. We were yeah. close. Well, I've heard it's critically acclaimed, but, you know, if well, there's any... I think the chef show has some legs. Yeah, definitely. I think so. <laughs> Paula, what's yeah. a good way to heat things up again? Like relationships? Oh, we're getting personal here. <laughs> yes. Um, wow. What a, what a good question. I mean, I really love the idea of like, if your friend group is feeling a little stale, uh, I think you got to come up with like a bond, like a, like a team building activity. A team building exercise. Yeah. Yeah. Like an escape room. Sure. Yeah. Or like you all go out into the woods and then do trust falls. Yes. 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 You go to Eagle Bluff. What's Eagle? It's like a team place by where I'm from. <laughs> You have to go to Eagle Bluff. You have to do a robes course. Yeah, sure, 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's kind of your best bet. Light as a feather, stiff as a board. Light as a feather, stiff as a board. we used to do that. Yeah. Uh, Have you ever done an escape room? I have. I did one with my family. Oh, how'd that go? It was good. I have a picture from it. It's framed. Did you escape? We did. We escaped with about four minutes left. Good for you. It was here in Chicago. The whole premise was that there was a... uh, Someone had created an AI that was taking over and locking you in the room. Oh, no, to... I hate that. Ooh, I'm claustrophobic <laughs> just thinking about that. So you love escape rooms, but you're also claustrophobic. Yes. What I love about escape rooms is the set design. Sure. Like, I really love attention to detail. Okay. And it really feels like you're in a beautifully designed place. Uh-huh. What would the being earnest escape room be like? Just bits. There's bits on every single every single clue is just a pun. Yes. Ooh. No, actually, the being earnest escape room would be like. It'd be like it would. There wouldn't be any um, drama to it because we'd just tell you where everything was. The key is in the left drawer. (laughs) Like that can't be right. No, sincerely, it is. Please like us. Please rate and subscribe. Yeah, there's a, the, when you ask for a hint, they're like, here it is. Also, you're doing great. You're doing an amazing job. Or Your also, hint is, I love your shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no actual... I think the, what would be terrifying about it is that there's no actual puzzle. You just win with 10 minutes left. Yeah. But you think there's a puzzle for the first 50 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> Well, where's the clue? Yeah, exactly. And you're like, I can't figure this. And then with, yeah, with like nine minutes and 48 seconds left, the lights come on and you've done it and everyone congratulates you. So everyone wins, but it's a very, 
It's a very we confusing. We flew all your experience. friends in. <laughs> the escape. Wait. So the being earnest escape room is not an <laughs> escape room. It's actually just like a surprise le- party. It's a surprise party or like the kind of engagement where like someone's getting engaged and all of their friends are there after they after they propose in you the proposal escaped. you escaped and all your friends are here um i love that it's covered in pictures of very earnest animals <laughs> now what are earnest animals well i don't know i feel like you see animals a lot online and they'll be carrying you know a little thing in their mouth or dancing that feels like an earnest animal sure yeah an sure. animal is just living their life <laughs> who do you think is the most earnest celebrity? Like, who do you think is the the announcer? The announcer? Yeah. See, when I did the escape room, we did not escape. Okay. I should warn you. We did not escape. Okay. And a very annoyed teenager kept coming on the announcer, giving us more blatant and blatant clues, and we would just stare. And then he was watching us on a little camera, and he'd be like, I said, what if the file is in the aisle or whatever it was. Sure. And then we'd be like, mm, bits, 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 bits. <laughs> that is the creepiest part of an escape room. Yeah. For sure. Is the fact that like someone is watching sitting you? and watching you. Ooh, that gives me the chills. Yeah. Every day is an escape room. Because <gasps> God's watching. Oh. Uh, yeah, we did. We did not escape ours. Mm. We did not escape ours. Yeah, we. I've done two escape rooms, one with my family, one with some friends. We did that in Montreal, the one with my friends. Fun. So it was half in French and half in English, which oh, made it... bonjour. Bonjour. Did you escape that one? We did, with just enough time. It was basically just Clue. That one was like, there wasn't a premise. It was like, ooh, you're in a drawing room, and you have to find a weapon, the killer, and Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah. Have you seen the ones, and I think maybe these, this feels like I heard about it years ago, so maybe this was the original escape room, but there is a zombie lying on the floor. What? Yeah, there's like, well, I mean, it's like a person dressed like a zombie. Wait, there's another person in there? I don't like that at all. Yeah, and you have to get out before he kills you. I don't like that And I don't know if he's playing dead or if he's trying to break. Somehow, there's another person in there, and you have to get out before the zombie gets you. That's terrifying wouldn't that be really scary that's horrifying because the whole point of the escape room is like even if i'm locked my, my the way that my brain works is even if i'm locked in here at least i'm locked in here and i there's hidden things but it's me and my friends yeah like we're having fun there's not like it's not a haunted house and an escape Ooh, room so scary <laughs> question for you yeah are zombies just leftover people <gasps> well I mean, I guess it's just, it's really how broad we want to get with the phrase leftover. Sure. Are we using leftover as a word we just kind of insert into things? Well, no. Because, then yeah. <laughs> no, but okay. Well, <laughs> let's get dark here for a second. Let's get real dark. Sure. Like, there's a finite at- amount of time for all of us on Earth at a certain point. And so, Except like, for me, because when I was a little kid, I used to wish on a lot of stars that I'd live forever. And yeah. I'm kind of worried that maybe one of those came true and I have no idea of knowing. <laughs> what a lonely existence. I know. I may be living in Tuck Everlasting right now and I do not know it. <laughs> <laughs> and in every lifetime, <sighs> you just make a podcast. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> but, you know, I guess zombie leftovers is like, you know, what's left of you at that point. So sure. like a zombie is a way of being a leftover. 
I guess a, it's, a will and testament is a legal leftover of your entire yeah. life. I mean, I guess a zombie leftover is like what's left over after your brain is turned to rot. Yeah, sure, exactly. Right? After the after the virus comes. Yeah. Man, I hope I'd get turned into a zombie right away. Really? I don't I don't want to live you know, I don't want to deal with it. Oh, you don't like the grungy like bearded long greasy hair kind of uh zombie apocalyptic future? Oh god, I just am so tired even thinking about I it. I just want to be able to be like I want to be like on the walking dead and just being able to be like I don't think we can make it. You've developed like an old timey Western yeah, I just, accent. I feel like it's a good, you know what? In, a, in an apocalypse, it's a time to reinvent yourself. Sure. They're you not going to know you. They're not going to know. And you know what? There's other. So let's say, <laughs> let's say the zombie apocalypse happens. Sure. You and I are together. Yep. And we meet up with another band of survivors. Sure. And all of a sudden you start talking like that. Yeah, because we're now leftovers. Sure. <laughs> and so the, this group of people would be, they'd be like, we're so obsessed with figuring out how to survive. How do we avoid the zombies? And I would not be able to stop thinking about that all of a sudden Josh is Southern. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'd be like, I can't get, well, you guys don't understand. We had a podcast. I talked to him all the time. He's from Boston. I don't remember any of this. And they'd be like, Paula, just move on. I'd be like, yeah. no, 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 I don't think you understand. She's delusional. <laughs> it really took something out of her. You know what, you guys, I powered together a little bit of electricity. I know we should charge our cell phone to try to get a hold of other survivors, but I downloaded an episode of Being Earnest. I just want to play for you kind of what he used to sound like. <laughs> also, I it used the rest of it. changes a man. <laughs> Also, I used the rest of it to play Bejeweled. <laughs> I was doing very well, and then the apocalypse happened. I have a streak going. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. Wait, do you say sorry? You, did you just turn Canadian? Wait, how did I say it? You went sorry, 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 sorry. As opposed to sorry. 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 Okay, I guess in the zombie apocalypse, you're, you're Canadian. Canadian. I'm Southern. You're Canadian. That's kind of fun. That's kind of fun. That's kind of fun. We're kind of a little different people. Yeah, exactly. And we're kind of smiling at each other the whole time, being you're like, like mm, "Okay, this is working." A, They're they believe it. <laughs> well, I guess that's true. It's like in an apocalypse situation, just like any other time that you know, you, it's a traumatic event. Mm -hmm. You know, people change their hair around big life decisions breakups, because it yeah. feels like breakups. Um, any kind of like big moment in their life because it feels like something that is controllable, but right. you can feel like a different person. Mm -hmm. I would imagine that in a zombie apocalypse, you could totally just take on a new identity. Well, yeah. I mean, I, th I think we kind of hit the, the nail on the head that like, who's really going to care in this situation? Right. Because if, if whatever rubs your ducky. Ew, what kind of <laughs> phrase is that? I just wanted to get a reaction out of you. <laughs> Uh, I thought it was very interesting what you said. I thought it was very interesting what you said uh, about like will and testaments being people's leftovers. It is. Well, because what's funny is that like all that's happening there is like estate sales and will and testaments and things like that. It's just it's basically like take the stuff I don't care about. <laughs> that's the saddest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> or like let me like dear children. I think you'd like this. Let me, this may be something that you love, but also let me burden you with this thing. <laughs> now you have to care for my parent. Yes, exactly. Horatio. If I get to be 150 years old, 
I'm going to adopt a shit ton of exotic pets. Uh huh. And then my will and testament is just going to be giving them out to different people. (laughs) Unbeknownst to them. Yeah. And then everyone's going to gather and it's going to be like, well, Josh, you get the tiger pet. I'll be like, I'm 148. (laughs) How? What? What am I going to do with this tiger? Specific instructions (laughs) that if anything happens to the animal, I will haunt you. I just all of a sudden my last thing in life is I just get a it's just the most difficult to care for things. <laughs> Bunch of white carpets. <laughs> <laughs> you can have a dinner party, but nothing can be spilled. I've gotten you only cashmeres and velvets. <laughs> you can't wear them outside if it's raining. Yeah. <laughs> To my dear friend Josh, I bequeath my collection of suede shoes. (laughs) (laughs) You're just giving everybody little chores for the rest of their life. (laughs) Do you know what I do think is very earnest is sometimes when you, it may be sad and horrible, but I would love to talk about it. Is sometimes when you see a will and testament and they've left everything to like their cat. Sure. Why does that happen? What's the pro- fun answer to why that happens? I, I, yeah, I could, I'm thinking of the sad answer. No, but no, no. Maybe they think that, like, I'm imagining, like, I've left my couch to my cat. Now, Mr. D- Mr. Tickles, you're allowed to come on the couch now. <laughs> like, you're now, finally, in death, I've granted you your one greatest wish. Your one greatest wish. To scratch up, and, to scratch up this couch and to eat everything that I owe. And also... Fifty billion dollars. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> what do they think the cat's gonna do with that money? You know, I am kind of wondering if it is one of those things that's a tax thing. Oh, interesting. Because you know, like, uh, like sometimes you'll see on the news, like, uh, one of those, like, uh oh, like, uh, aunt's nephew hugged her too tight and she broke her arm and she's suing him. That's a real one that happened. Whoa! And it's like she wasn't suing him to be a jerk; she was suing him because the insurance would only cover it if his insurance covered it. And so like they were in on it together. Interesting. Yeah. It's like, it's like a, it's like an insurance thing. Interesting. So what I'm wondering, yeah. Can you attribute extra income to your cat Tallulah? Well, I'll tell you what, she would be horrible with some extra spending money. (laughs) Tallulah is famously bad with money. Yeah. And she has weird political values. Yeah, it is. Yeah, you would be worried about her just she's like donating a, to a, a problematic candidate. Yes, she's not a conservative, but she's like a big Jill Stein supporter. Yes, yeah, sure. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, she's kind of like if it's she's neither left nor right. She's on the Z axis on the third. Well, and it's weird because the other day she was going on and on about how she's a she's fiscally liberal and socially conservative. And I was like, I don't think that's possible. I was like, I don't think that's a thing. And she was like, you know, Stein 2020. It was weird. Yeah. So I Andrew really, Yang 2020. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, Yang Yang, baby. <laughs> so I, I, I don't think I would trust my cat per se with a lot of money. Sure. You know, and it. Look, it's good to. These are the things you have to think about. These it's are, not fun to think about it. No. You know what I mean? It's not fun, but it's important that you get these things in place. <laughs> Josh, what what time is it? Um, let me take a look. What my my watch is just a potato. I replaced it. I threw yours out the window. Are you mad? 
No, I'm just confused. Well, because guess what? It's tater time. It's tater time. Tater time. Oh, this is a segment that we sometimes do. Meaning we've done it once before. (laughs) And it is called Ask Dr. Potato. Now, let me explain to you Ask Dr. Potato. It's the most endearing, wonderful thing on the internet. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Idaho, the IdahoPotato.com has a section of their website called Ask Dr. Potato, Mm -hmm. where real people write in and they will answer your potato questions. And sometimes I write in pretending to be Josh asking for romantic advice and they will also reply to him. Yeah, they definitely replied to me the last time. That definitely happens and I'm going to keep doing it. This week's question is, there is a dark hollow pocket in the middle of my potato. What is it? Question. Can we answer it before? I would love for us to answer. (laughs) What do you think this dark hollow pocket in the middle of their potato is? You know, I'm worried it's it's a mini black hole. For it's sure. really what I'm worried. For sure, for sure. It is uh it's definitely the entrance to a parallel universe. Right? So which there is no way out. Yep. Or it's the entrance to a parallel universe where that's bringing something into our universe yeah. and messing up science because we don't understand it. Yes, yes, yes. I'm I'm pretty worried. The other answer that I thought of This potato has a broken heart and this is where the heart used to be. Oh no. It's got eyes. It's got feelings but it doesn't have a heart anymore. And that's because their favorite TV show was canceled. You know, we're all feeling kind of sad that the good place is ending. Yeah, we are. <laughs> and this potato is just feeling it the most. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It's in a bad place. Yeah. What is the dark hollow pocket in the middle of my potato? Well, that's a Ted Danson size hole. <laughs> and I don't know how we're going to fill it. Do you want to know the real answer? Yeah. What does Dr. Potato say? Uh, so basically, uh, this person says, I have a potato question. Duh. That's why you wrote in to ask Dr. Potato. I cut into a Yukon gold potato and inside was a hollow pocket lined in the potato skin, almost like it was inside out. What could this possibly be? Answer. Cursed potato. (laughs) Just kidding. They said, what we have here is most commonly known as brown center or hollow heart. So I'm a little bit, if I can interrupt you here for a moment. Sure. Um, the fact that Dr. Potato has called this a cursed potato and no, then no, tried no, to cover... No, no, that was my joke. Oh, uh, okay. Well, then never mind. Keep it's going. kind of a little earnest bit I wrote for okay, you. Okay, I thought that uh, Dr. Potato was a lot more fun than he was. No, no, no. Dr. Potato is, uh, I would say, a jovial tone, but the facts only. Yeah, no, Dr. Potato is, is a scientist. <laughs> he's a doctor. Dr. Potato is, first and foremost, a man of academics. Yeah, he... And I do say man because it's a. there's a picture of... um. There's a picture of him. Yeah. Cartoon. What we have here. Oh, no. The the, the potato doctor was his mother. (laughs) (laughs) What we have here is most commonly known as brown center or hollow heart. A concentration. It's called brown center? Yes. And and hollow heart, they both sound like words that Dr. Potato made up after not finding anything in in Potato Web We call this one uh, brown center. Uh, We call, uh, like, the, you know, when it's a little bit bruised, we call that bruising (laughs) (laughs) well so okay so things are kind of freaking out it's a concentration of sugar in the center of some potatoes that occurs during growth which creates a small darkened cavity in the center a variety are you looking at me close your eyes open your eyes a variety of factors is thought to play a role in brown center and hollow heart development but the causes are not currently well understood there are two theories oh my god the theory the biggest mysteries of science right now are how weather works yeah if there is like 
if there's but a god if there's a god and why there's brown center of a pocket and a potato that is incredible that they don't know the answer to that yeah the world works in such mysterious ways um it really doesn't matter what they are what the reasons are temperature or enlargement of a tuber whatever uh but it Hell does yeah. say that the potato taste nutritional profile and solid content are not affected by hollow heart you can just cut it out wow incredible wow. right really incredible I have a breaking news announcement that is going to interrupt Dr. Potato. Okay. There is a new online tool on IdahoPotato.com called Spuddy Buddy. Okay. It looks like a Facebook chat. It's a little cartoon potato. And he asks, hey there, what can I help you with? So he's a potato clippy from Microsoft Word. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say, hey, Spuddy Buddy, let's just open this. uh... Hey there, he says. All right, Josh, give me your questions. What do you have? What's, What's kind of bugging you right now? You know, I I have been thinking about, you know, the year we're coming to a close uh-huh. and, you know, I want to make sure that I'm making healthy life choices as I move into 2020. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a new year and, you know, resolutions are something you I'm should typing always this verbatim. do. Yep. Uh, but at the same time, you know, I want to make sure that I d- take stock of what I've done well and what I haven't done well over sure. the past year and, and make Reflect. healthy choices. Yeah. Make choices that will make me happier in the next year. Yeah. So can we ask uh, Spuddy Buddy, what should I do in 2020? <laughs> what should our resolutions... Well, I'll say my, so he doesn't confuse him. What should my resolutions be for 2020? Spuddy Buddy's replying. Spuddy Buddy says, sorry, I was unable to find an answer to your question. Oh, wow. Please so submit he- our contact page to submit a question. All right, then I'm going to go a little bit different. Hey, Spuddy Buddy. What potato? <laughs> <laughs> Spuddy Buddy says, there is no harm in eating the potatoes raw. However, you might find them a little harder to digest. All right. All right. Okay. So we kind of got our answer. So arguably the most important part of leftovers. Yes. Is... The vessels in which you keep your leftovers. And also the food part. Well, yes, sure. Sure, but in, sure, sure. sure. But, uh, and a, also the actual consuming. <laughs> sure, yes, you're right, yes. But when you break it down and you need to, you know, uh, I live alone. I live alone. It's okay. It's fine. <laughs> I enjoy it. I didn't have a reaction. It's great. <laughs> Paula's looking at me like, oh, it's so sad for you that you live alone. Mm. But, uh, except for the... Hundreds of bees I've filled your apartment with. <laughs> your bee roommates. <laughs> and they never pay rent. So when you're cooking for one, mm-hmm. you have a lot of leftovers because there's no portioning for one that makes sense to cook. So you end up having a lot of leftovers. And so for me, a big part of this is I have like, I have probably a seven person family's worth of like Tupperware and other containers that I can put food in because everything I make has to have leftovers. Yeah. What's your Tupperware of choice? My Tupperware of choice is reusing delivery food containers. Same. Like the good ones. Yeah. You know, same. The nice oh, ones I treasure those. Where it's got like, it's the, it's the black tray on the bottom. Yes. And you got the, the clear thing on the oh, top. Yeah. No, I totally know. Those are the best. You run them through the dishwasher. It all works out fine. And I, also probably use Tupperware two times before I lose it. That's fair. So uh, to me, I really love one that doesn't cost a lot of money. Sure. Because 
It's almost like a free gift that comes with your your Thai food. Yeah, you know what I mean? like I'm not super. T- I'm not you know tied to it. And if something happens, tied to it. Oh. Uh, if something happens, it happens. It's in God's hands. Right. Exactly. Because you're always you're gonna get more delivery food. But there is a thing that happens every couple of years where I think I've got to get glass ones. I've got to get. <laughs> I've got to get the really nice ones. Right. Yeah. There's a. You, there's a disease that happens when you're in your mid to late twenties. Yes. Exactly. Where all of a sudden your your rotten brain is like time for nice Tupperware. I deserve nice Tupperware. Yeah. And then that that shit is gone. Maybe I'll get the like, the ones that the wire cutter is really excited about. Yes, where yes. it's like bento box style and it's yes. got different compartments. And it never works out that way, does it? Do you meal prep? Do I meal prep? Uh, do you mean do I cook a lot of lean cuisine? Do I buy lean cuisine in advance? You can. Uh, it, that is not what I meant, but feel free to plug uh, your new venture right well, it's now. It's not really new. Well, your continuing venture. My continuing venture. Before being earnest, there was another media empire that Paula was a part of. And Paula, would you like to tell us a little bit more? Our listeners may enjoy this. Oh my gosh, yes. Uh, I do have a, I guess it's a blog. It's a Twitter, Instagram. It's a journalistic endeavor. It's a journalistic pursuit uh, where I'm trying to try every Lean Cuisine and uh, give a detailed review. Yeah. Um, I'm on Lean Cuisine at, at Paula Eats Lean Cuisines and I'm on Twitter at, at Paula Eats LC because Lean Cuisines was too long. <laughs> it's too many characters. Uh, so you can read it there. I recently had one though that uh, made me physically ill. Oh, fun. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. Um, one no. star. I did not mean Lean Cuisines. I guess I meant more like, you know how like people who do CrossFit also meal prep oh, or like really God. organized people meal prep? Yes, yes. You know what it's I mean? just like, it just seems like such a nice, wonderful thing to do that I will never in my life do. Yeah, but it's just, it's just long form leftovers. Yeah, it's, yes, exactly. It's long form. You, you are, um, you're actually not making a meal. Right. You're just making leftovers. Yes. There's nothing, there, it's, it's never actually left over. It's just future food. It's organized chaos. Yeah, exactly. And I seem like someone who would do this, don't I? Yes, I would bet money that you... Now, I'm, I'm obviously not betting real money right now because otherwise I think this paragraph would have started in a different context if you were meal prepping. But uh, I would, if I was a betting person, I would say I'd bet money that you were a meal prepper. Yeah, I really don't. I really don't. It seem, It always feels like such a hassle to be like, well, I'm blocking off four hours to make all of these roast, all this roasted squash. Yeah. And then putting it away. Like, I, I think what it is, is it's, I enjoy cooking. Yeah. Very much. And I enjoy it in the moment. And I think two factors are why I don't meal prep. One is like, it feels like I'm really planning for my food and my job is so planning heavy mm-hmm. that I'm more like, oh, this is a thing I'm interested in making. I have the ingredients to do it. I'll make it now. As opposed to like, let me sit down and think about how I can make five pounds of Brussels sprouts. Right. And secondly, I like leftovers twice. I will, I really, and I realize that this is a privileged statement to potentially make that you know, leftovers is a great way to have meals and be economical about this. And I am in a place where I don't have to do this necessarily. But after the second leftover batch, I'm like, I'm done with this meal. I I cannot eat any more roasted root vegetables as delicious as this is. I cannot eat any more of this or else I will scream. So you're somebody who needs variety in your I food. need variety. Mm. I need I need that spice, baby. I need that. Di- I, I'm all always right. on the move, always changing. All right. All right. I hear that. 
Getting back to Tupperware for a minute. Sure. Have you ever been to a Tupperware party? Ooh, I've never been to a Tupperware party, but I've heard tell of them. Me too. I think my mom went to one of them kind of jokingly and then did as, end as up getting... Joke. Yeah, like one of her fr- her friends was running one and she was like, this is a funny thing to do to like yeah. go to a Tupperware party. And then she got some Tupperware from it. Was it? I mean, I think it's one of those things that you can't really go and then be like, I'm good. Right, exactly. It's rude. Yeah, like you can't go because they they make food and they serve wine and it's a whole thing. Yeah, it's like book club, but you have to buy something or else you're rude. Yeah, it's a whole lot. It's a whole lot. And then they're also trying to get you to host your own. Yes. Yes. And that, my friend, is what we call a pyramid scheme. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, a pyramid been... scheme that really, like, fits into itself and is really space-saving. Yes, yeah, the, with, the, with the burp top. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I've never been to a Tupperware party, but I've been to, like, an Avon party. Oh. Is which that I like, think is similar. Is that, like, a makeup? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, like, b- health and beauty work yes. kind of stuff. Yeah. Bath and Body Works. Kind yeah, of and stuff. I think I bought like one lip gloss. You know, we were sure. like, I just have to get out of here. Yeah, I just gotta get out of here. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Do you have a lot of friends who sell this these kind of pyramid scheme things? I don't. Do you? So many. Really? Yes, yes, yes. I feel like whenever I go on Facebook, I am just inundated with like so and so is like Lulu Ross leggings. So and so is like thousand kinds of lipstick. Like constant interesting Facebook has a weird thing where you can now you don't have to invite people to a group you can just add them oh so i feel like i'm constantly getting added to people being like i'm selling candles now like (laughs) and that is how they sound yes yes yes. i'm selling candles yes is yes or like i i cannot rave enough about this protein powder that got me ripped well and you know it really is a scam because i listened to a very in-depth uh podcast series the dream about it Mm -hmm. and these people uh, you know it's just people trying to look looking to make some money which full-on respect i completely get that get that bread but the way these companies work is it's thousands of dollars to buy in yeah and every little thing every new product they come up with all of those things cost more money yep so so you you can never make it back exactly so you find yourself like really in the hole and like i get it you have to scramble and you have to find ways to try to sell it to make it back uh, but that's wild that we live in a society where this still happens. Yeah. Totally problematic. Yeah. And let's say we wanted let's to start. Let's say we want a piece <laughs> of the old puzzle. Yeah. You the know, old, a piece seems, of the old pie. Yeah. You know, it feels like the people who get the money are the people on top who start them. So yeah. I'd like to propose to you, Paula, being earnest, a very sincere pyramid scheme. <laughs> I love this. I love a this. very earnest period. Okay, so what is scheme. something? So what's kind of like an earnest product that people like that we can sell? Pie, pie, pins, pins. Because pins don't go bad. Pins don't go bad. I feel like something with a hobby. Oh, interesting. People love hobbies. Sewing machines. Heavy to ship. What's something small? Paint. <laughs> also heavy to ship. Okay, go on. So it has to be something that a lot of people like. Yep. But no one is super into. Yeah, you're, you're, it's something that you're not 
gonna buy for yourself in a normal circumstance but if you wanted to treat yourself you could get it but it's also useful all right so i think we're kind of narrowing it down now i'm picturing something that they kind of like one of the things that they sell by the cash register at old navy oh yeah you know like those kind of things where you're like i don't need this but shower flip-flops shower flip-flops okay okay so it's a shower um so it's not necessarily like bath products because everybody has like all the soap companies and stuff they need but it's the other things that go with it the yeah. caddy yep yeah the shower yep. flip-flops yep here's what i'm thinking also uh-huh. the problem is if you give someone shower flip <laughs> you teach a man you give a man shower flip-flops yeah he'll shower flip-flops for a day yeah you need to teach a man to shower flip-flops it yeah. needs to be a a Something that you inherently need to replace or run out of. Okay, so, so hear the, me out here. Oh, okay, you have I something. I have an idea. Great. If you don't mind. Of course I don't mind. I was just going to start talking and hope something came out. Shower flip-flops. They're also soap for your feet. So as you're showering, it, you maybe get like three showers out of them, but then they disintegrate. <gasps> your feet have never felt better. Let me tell you, I've been using this for months. And your my feet are as supple as a baby's bottom. Well, so here's what I'm worried about. This sounds more like a genius idea so than first, it does a pyramid scheme. So first off, TM, 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 this we is are, ours. This is ours. So, Copyright being earned in 2019. Because I love this. Mm-hmm. But kind of as we're chatting, what I'm realizing is pyramid schemes, the products themselves are not new. No. It's like it's makeup. It's leggings. Mm-hmm. It's candles. Yep. You know, so I feel like we got a little too creative. Yeah, maybe. So that's our invention. We're going to make trillions off that. Mm-hmm. What if it's just undershirts? There we go. It's undershirts. Undershirts of very sincere undershirts. Yeah, right. Exactly. They're just plain. They're just plain. It's yeah. A nice cut. Yep. Not $45 a great cut. $45 per one. Yep. Because the quality of these pyramid scheme stuff is always fine. Yeah. But not amazing. So here's the thing yeah. is it's it feels really comfortable when you're wearing it. It's sweat wicking. Yeah. For three months. At which point it starts to fray and pill a little bit. And so the buy-in for this is $20,000. Mm-hmm. And we're going to send you two boxes full of undershirts. Yeah, because they're small. You can get a lot of them. Mm-hmm. They look great. You're going to, you know... It sucks in a little bit of the, the extra handles. You know what I'm I mean? I'm kind of thinking I'm going to buy these. Yeah. They sound great These actually to sound me. great. And for every person you can get to sell more undershirts, mm-hmm. we'll refund you half a box of undershirts to keep selling. Now, are we going to make money off this? Oh, so let me be clear. We're not refunding them money. We're giving them the equivalent of the refund of, of money of half a... We send them another half a box of undershirts. And you have to sell those. Yeah, exactly. Okay. You keep to continue selling them. I kind of love it because undershirts also feel so not glamorous. Right. Well, and I don't wear them. No, and we're an honest and earnest and sincere brand. Right. We're talking about the essentials of life. We're not talking about, you know, we're not here for the glitz and glamour of this kind of thing. Right. We're just trying to do something that you need better. Right. Take it up a notch. This actually sounds like a really good, genuine company. And to your point, I don't wear undershirts either. I find it weird. (laughs) But not everyone can have our self-confidence. And we're trying to just, you know, if you have to wear an undershirt, Mm -hmm. make it an earnest undershirt. Oh, now that's a good commercial. Mm-hmm. It's you up there being like, if you wear undershirts, I do think it's weird. 
And then I go up there. You're and go, a sloppy person who's going to sweat through your clothing. I go, I don't really understand the point of them. No. Is it so you can't, like, if the holes are coming apart? Like yeah, the- so the holes are coming apart. Also, so you don't get sweat stains because it picks up the sweat as opposed to the other thing. But I find that it just makes me a little bit warmer. Nothing, not to yuck anyone's layer. yum, but it's another layer and it's less shapely. But if you're worried about that kind of thing and you want to wear an undershirt, Wear the undershirt that you should be wearing. Yes, yes, yes. It's got two sleeves and a head hole. And you know what? We also sell makeup. <laughs> we do. We do. <laughs> so my biggest problem with leftovers is that it's kind of a gross name. Like, it's inherently, like, you didn't choose this. It's negative. Right. It's, it's leftover. It's extra. It's unneeded. It's not like anybody is out there begging for the nickname leftover. Oh my god, can you imagine? <laughs> Leftover Skaggs? Like, That's so sad. Oh, just being like, I'm Billy, and this is Truck, and this is our buddy Leftover. Oh. I am Leftover. <laughs> oh, some Leftover, we're gonna go, we're gonna go to a different school. <laughs> right, we're exactly. gonna move. Your father and I made a decision. You're we're moving to a different school. He moved to that school and he's like, Hi, my name is Johnny, but I go by Leftover. <laughs> <laughs> you goddamn idiot kid. <laughs> you deserve the name Leftover. <laughs> But it feels like we can rebrand leftovers mm-hmm. as something that is more sexy, more yeah. fun, mm-hmm. more exciting, Flirty, cool. Yeah, yeah, something aspirational that you want, yes. not something that you're burdened with. Right, right. Let me hit you with this one. Okay, he's ready. Cool extra food. Cool extra food. I like that. Okay, that's fun. That's fun. I'm liking that vibe. How about a little more? Ooh, is it L-I-L apostrophe? Yeah. Like Lil Bow Wow? And then it's the sunglasses emoji. <laughs> so you have to spell it with the sunglasses emoji? Yeah, like the smiley face with the little sunglasses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. What about like just a, what about something that doesn't imply food? What about just like Derek? You know, just like a name. <laughs> so in this scenario, you're like, Oh, I had a great time at TGI Fridays with all of my friends. And now I got this bag full of Derek. Yeah, who's going to take Derek home? (laughs) (laughs) That sounds sexier. It does. For sure. For sure. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Do you guys want to come over? I have some Derek from uh, last night. (laughs) Okay, well, that does sound like a serial killer. Yeah. (laughs) I'm happy to share my Derek. Look, I'm not going to have all of this Derek to myself. God, ugh. I really should look. No, you know what? I ordered this. It was much larger. I really should have this Derek tomorrow. Because <laughs> you can be like, oh, you know, I guess my favorite kind of Derek is Italian. I cannot get an, I cannot get enough Italian Derek. Yes, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm pulling out Italian Derek for a week after. <laughs> but a burger Derek. Yeah, yeah, right. Like, yeah, but here's the thing: is like pub Derek. <laughs> Pub Derek, you have to have Pub Derek the night of. Oh, Pub Derek is not good later. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Pub Derek goes bad pretty quickly. (laughs) I think that's going to do it for us. That's going to do it for us. Thank you, as always, for your patronage, for listening, for all the really great messages that you send our way. Um, You know, we've been getting... It's been really exciting. We've been getting some messages from people on Instagram and yes. and on uh, social other social media, just like reaching out saying that they like the podcast. Um, we love seeing that. If you feel so inclined and you feel so moved, it would be 
awesome if you would also share that on your social media. Maybe comment on one of our, our posts and tag some people that you think might like the podcast. If you feel so bold as to write a review on Apple Podcasts, that would be great. And, or you can just reach out to us. You can send us... Um, you know, topic ideas. You can send us uh, yes. earnest moments of the week. Really, the more ideas we can get, the better. Yeah, <laughs> and that's all beingearnestpod at gmail.com mm-hmm. or on social media at beingearnestpod. Yes. Uh, and it's time for a little segment that we always end on called Earnest Moment of the Week. Imatwa. Josh, I have an earnest moment of my very own this week. Wow. I know. Apollo Skaggs are Ridge. Apollo Skaggs are Ridge. Uh, so my best friend Megan is in town and she moved to New York and she's she's back. She's visiting. And so our... Uh, the boys are back in town. We did a little a little group hang last night uh, and we had all these big plans of what we were going to do. We are going to do like board games and, you know, chat, whatever, gossip. Uh, <laughs> Talk about boys. Nah. Um, but instead, we ordered Chinese food and we watched like eight episodes of the TV show My Strange Addiction. And it ruled. <laughs> That's so great. It was a very, uh, I don't know how earnest it, it felt very earnest because there's something so nice about just watching television with your friends. Well, there's there's a term that I cannot remember who told me this. So I'm sorry that if I if this is your idea and I'm not crediting you, but... You have, everyone has friends, but then you have couch friends. Yes. And couch friends are friends where you could have no activity. You just sit on the couch and you'd enjoy hanging out, whatever happens. Yes. And I think it's really lovely to be able to ha- spend time with couch friends. Yes, it was It was so wonderful. It was uh, me and, and Meredith and Deanna and Megan. And it was uh, just a lovely little group watching real crazy episodes of My Strange Addiction, which I can't, they have to be fake. I don't know. God bless them. My Chemical Romance, My Strange Addiction. As always, we want to give a huge thank you and shout out to our friends Ryan Cruz, who made our logo. She's at RB Cruiser. Great follow. And also our friend Dylan Dutch. He's on Twitter, at Dylan Dutch. Thank you to Dylan for our lovely little theme song. Thank you. And as always, until next week... If you're not going to eat your whole plate, make sure to take Derek home. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, everyone. Thanks. See you next week. Why not be earnest?